welcome to the 152nd episode of the Crack Die podcast. Hello. So this actually might be the one where we die. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Two Scarlet Walkers is no joke, especially if we already fought the big battle in the middle of the church. And then we fought the two headed. Was it a hyena or whatever it was? Two headed leopard, maybe the forearm demon. Well, there was him, too. And the apps of the church. I don't think what it's called. The rectory. Rectory is where the clergy lives. Oh, OK. No, you passed the rectory. You were like, hello, you're all sleeping here. All right, bye. We'll leave you to sleep peacefully. Goodbye. Yeah, I put holy water on them. They didn't freak out. We left it alone. <laughs> what else could you ask for? Yeah. I did my due diligence. Y'all got any more? <laughs> Y'all got any more of those gunpowder barrels? Yeah. So I was going through the Secrets of Magic book last night, and I found a spell that sounded amazing. Ooh. Oh, no. Who gave you that book? Hang on a second. <laughs> Amazon. Hold on. Who gave you permission to get that book? James Sutter. Wait. <laughs> Jeff Bezos did. I got it from Amazon. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. <laughs> no. Oh, all right. Hang on. I'm putting him back on my shit list. Hang on. He was ever off. It's about to say. No. But I found this spell that sounded amazing. At least the title did. It was called Horizon Thunder Sphere. I was like, oh, that sounds great. And then I learned there was a level one spell and it does only 3d6 damage. So. But does it heighten? Yes. Well, then it's as useful as every spell, probably. Uh, each time it increases the damage by 2d6. Maybe. I don't know if I can get it, though. Yeah, it heightens at every level. Yeah. 2d6. Every level sounds pretty nifty. Yeah, it's 2d6 plus 1d6 per level is what it comes out to if you heighten it. So not bad. Oh, interesting. So if you spend three action points casting the spell, you can avoid finishing the spell and spend another three actions on your next turn to empower the spell even further. Oh, Jesus. Sure, if you got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, as long as you guys are in between me and the bad guy, I have time. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, which is typically how it is. <laughs> that sounds like something that sh was written when there were surprise rounds in mind. <laughs> hmm. yeah. Can I talk about something real quick? My new favorite thing. I guess. We'll allow it. Uh, my new favorite thing is uh, at bedtime, you like lock eyes with your partner and you make a goofy face and then you turn off the light. That's my new favorite thing. I hate it. I hate <laughs> it so much. It like burns at it because it goes like pitch black. And like, the last thing they see is your face making whatever creepy face that you've made. And then, and then you just hear like from like from in the darkness. It's fun. That's my new favorite thing. <laughs> and maybe that says more about me than you want to know. Relationship goals. Mm hmm. Hey, Haya. <laughs> yes. Do you need help? <laughs> I'm not even going to blink about it yet. <laughs> it was a, probably a, a, a warning sign when he, like, you know, put in the strobe light and started walking on the ceiling with his head back. You know, I don't know. <laughs> don't give him ideas, Robert. <laughs> yeah, so this one is your fault, really. I believe that's called victim blaming. And speaking of victims, I blame you guys for coming down here and engaging two Scarlet Walkers. Nice segue. Nice segue. Ah, ah, good transition. I liked it better when we were doing the Canadian off and you were trying to be more polite than me. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. That's our new game. You want to talk about before we get into this Pathfinder thing, whatever. <laughs> for whatever. <laughs> Christine and I have started a, a new game and it's who can be the most polite Canadian. And we just constantly back and forth apologize for ridiculous things. It started when he elbowed me because I was reaching for something in the console in the car and he was turning. So his elbow hit my arm and it shooted. Oh, I'm so sorry. My arm shouldn't have been where your elbow had to be. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. You shouldn't know when you were going to reach there. No, I'm so sorry. You have to pay attention to where you're going. I think we went for a solid like 20 exchanges then died laughing at the next red light <laughs> that is too good oh my gosh so what does that say about us versus matt uh -huh. <laughs> 
Fun game for, for car rides. Start wanting up your partner on politeness. Or, you know, creep them out at night. I think what we're saying is you got to keep it interesting, you know? You got to keep it interesting <laughs> one way or another. Yeah. Some like to put horrific images in their partner's head. Others like to just go back and forth and <laughs> Choose your own adventure. <laughs> Speaking of that, you're in the basement of the Frasman Temple after dealing with a bunch of problems upstairs. And you came down here and you immediately bumped into two Scarlet Walkers when Twin Talon opened the door to the north. So everyone blame him. Fucking Twin Talon. Blame. Blame. I opened the door and I was like, okay, well, they can't possibly come in here. And then they just squeezed through like a bunch of creeps. Hey, what's up? Oh, yeah. With their ability called eerie flexibility. So gross. That is not helpful. Like, that is not... I mean, yes, good name, evocative, but like, disgusting. The Scarlet Walker can fit through tight spaces as if it were medium creatures. While squeezing, it can move at full speed. I don't like it. Nope. Absolutely not. Yeah, for a huge creature, that's super useful. One of those tried to crawl on my house last night. Yeah, yeah, because that's killed creatures in the past trying to get to you guys when, you know. But yeah, let's jump back into this combat. It is the Scarlet Walker to the north behind the door. It's their turn. So let's start with a 15 foot reach. Oh, Twin Talon. You're right in that 15 feet of reach. Yep. So here comes the claw. Do, 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 do. The claw. He has been chosen. Clamps. 37 to hit you. That hits. I have a 33 AC. Am I close by? How far is your aura? 15? 15. Looks like Brianna's too far. Yeah, he's 25 feet away from you. So, yeah. It's 23 points of damage. Gross. And 2d12 persistent bleed. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Just skate right along after that. <laughs> to persistent bleed. Who's going to gloss over that? <laughs> and then after it clamps you with a claw, it's going to cast a two action spell at you, Twin Talon. Why? Can you make a fortitude save, please? A fortitude save? Why, sure, Sean. I love making saves. <laughs> yes, please, a fortitude save. 36. 36 will succeed, but not critically succeed. Boo. I wish it was a reflex save. I don't. So you're going to take half damage. Yep. Oh, I actually need to play. So he, he put it in the chat. It's a... Uh vampiric exsanguination, which I believe got Night Sword so mad that he went out and learned the spell. (laughs) I think I'm going to need more people to make saves. Including the other Scarlet Walker. Yeah. Ooh, Brianna and Knife Sword. I also need you all to make a fortitude save. I would love to. Nope. What's your wife's name? I'm sorry. What's your wife's character's name? Let's start with your wife's name. Do you know your wife's name? (laughs) Christine. Okay, good start. And what's her character's name? Soraya. There we go. <laughs> you did it again. How do you <laughs> Twin Talon, Ooh, Soraya, Knife Sword, Jasper, and Tasani, and the other Scarlet Walker. Everyone make a basic fortitude save except for Brianna. Son of a bitch. Uh, this isn't a poison effect and the Marshall's aura doesn't apply because it's not fear, right? Correct. Oh no, I'm gonna hero point that critter that, that natural one, because that's no oh no, first hero point done. Nom 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 Okay, much better. Woo-hoo-hoo. It's an 18 on the day. Alright, so let's go down the list. Uh Matt, what did Twin Talon get again? Twin Talon got a 36. 
Great. Ooh, what did you get? 39. That is a critical success because of being a juggernaut. Nice. All right. Soraya, what did you get? I got a 41. That is a regular success. I'm also a juggernaut. So that is a critical success. Tasani. 31. That is a fail. No. No. Jasper. 37. That is a success. The correct answer was a 32. Oh, Tasani. Knife Sword, what is your save? Over 9,000. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. But in human numbers? Uh, in human numbers, 32. Nice. 32 is a success. All right. So let's see how much damage this is. <gasps> it's only 36 damage for the full. If you failed, you're taking 36. If you're succeeded, you're taking half of that. So Twin Talon is going to take half. Ooh is going to take none. Soraya takes none. Knife Sword takes half. Jasper takes half. And Tasani takes full. Scarlet Walker, did they take damage? They critically failed, so they're going to take double. Oh, nice. Yes. But it's not as good as you're hoping because the Scarlet Walker that initially cast this seems to be reinvigorated. Regains. Brimming with life. Gross. So that happened. All right, that's all three of its actions. Next up is the Scarlet Walker to your east, next to Soraya, Jasper, Tasani, Knife Sword, and Ooh. Everyone's there. So for the first action, let's do a tentacle attack against Ooh. No. Okay. Here it comes for a 41. That is a success. Okay. Can you also please make a fortitude save? Uh, what is six plus 24? That's a 30. Mm-hmm. I will liberate because you're in range. Okay. So a 30 will succeed. Critically succeed. Uh, yeah. Okay. Fine. I guess if you're a juggernaut, <laughs> then yes, you will critically succeed. Okay. So I will recant. She still got hit with the tentacles. Yeah, she still got hit with the tentacle for damage. Did she? Oh, right, right, right. It, it was just the fortitude save. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> Hello? Like Elmira, okay, love you, bye-bye. <laughs> so unless anyone else gets added to the fight, there's no reason to not use your reactions. Because you're going to get it back before they get to do anything. Oh, right. I will. Cool, 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 cool. Bah, 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 bah. Air horn noises. So, ooh, you're taking 35 points of damage unless you're liberated. Yep, yep, yep. That she is. So that will be 23 points of damage. What? Fortitude saving throw was a 30, right? Right. That's fine. But then the regular damage. How much does Brianna liberate for now? 15. So 35 damage minus 15 is 20. Not too bad. Not too shabby. And then we are going to have this Scarlet Walker. No, and then. Yes, and then. You know what? That one vampiric exsanguination works so well. We're going to cast a second one. No, no, please. Actually, it's not going to be nearly as good as it was last time. Wait, how many turns? Or how many? Fuck, I can't brain. Actions? (laughs) Yeah. Two. It's actually in a really bad spot for it, so it's not going to cast vampiric exsanguination. It's right, I'm calling you out, Sean. (laughs) It's just going to claw. 
Soraya. Hmm, boo. What is it? What's the attack? It is a six on the die for a 25. That is a miss. Aha! All right, and then its final attack with a claw at knife sword. That's a four on the die for an 18, which I believe is a critical miss. Fucking better be. <laughs> Hooray! Critical miss for you! <laughs> Draw that card! <laughs> wow. I don't know how this miss turned into, like, a decent miss. This is called Whirlwind of Shame. <laughs> you hit every creature adjacent to you except for your target. What? That's an official Paizo card, too. Yeah. How is that? How? I mean, I I assume it's supposed to be something the players draw and they hit their allies, not the monster draws, and it hits everybody else in the party. Well, that or if the monster has allies, it definitely works better for a player drawing it. Okay, so... I'm going to make attack rolls at my lowest base attack bonus then. Or it says I hit, yeah? Yeah, you just hit them. All right. Boo. Do we like here a point to make you draw another fail card? Uh, it's 19 points of damage. Everyone but Ooh and Brianna. Jeez. Can't liberate again. Including both the birds. Oh, no. going to say, don't like that card as a crit fail. Yeah. No, it's not, not a great card at all. It sucks. Yeah. All right. So that's its turn. It is Twin Talon's turn. Okay, cool. So, Taysani and Twin Talon have basically lost about half their pizza slices oh, in this round. Well, I guess the best defense is a good offense, though, right? So, Twin Talon's going to attack the Scarlet Walker, that is, to the southeast of him. But just hit him with a critical miss. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Get it. Show us what you got. <laughs> uh, that is an 18 on the die for a 43 to hit its flat-footed AC. Which one are you attacking? The one to the southeast of Twin Talon. 43, huh? Yes. Yeah. That's a crit. All right. Woo! Crit hit. You hit all your allies. What is this? <laughs> no. No, hold on. What is happening? Okay. Tongue piercing. The target must succeed at a DC5 flat check to cast spells with a verbal component until healed. Well, that's... That sucks. <laughs> Maybe. Does Vampiric Sanguination have a verbal component? Somatic and verbal. Yes, it does. So it's just been making weird, like clicky spider noises at us with its tentacle mouth. How else would you make those noises? Unclear. So that is 46 damage times two. So that is 92 damage. Gross. Does that count as melee? That's melee, yeah. Would you like to describe how you kill? Yes! Yay! This thing just swings around. And even though he does get hit by it, Twin Talon manages to position his sword so that it impales itself on his short sword. It's skull. Nice. So kicks it off, kind of shakes it off. And then Twin Talon is going to blast Asani with a bunch of healing. Spell level seven. Good form. Good form. 78 plus <laughs> 70. I can't, I can't do simple math in my head right now. I'm not sure why. It's got like a mental block. Are you doing the single action or the two action? So it's 7d8 plus 56. Yes, 78 plus 56. So 87 healing to Taysan. Nice. I'm really good at healing my animal companion specifically once per combat. Fine. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense to me. All right. So now this combat seems a little bit more manageable as there is only a single Scarlet Walker left. However, is Twin Talon within? Don't do it. He is within 20 feet. Give me a fortitude save, please. Okay, fortitude save. 25. You rolled a three. That is a failure. Would you like to hero point that? Mm. How many hero points do I have? Just one? One. 
Yeah, probably. I don't need any blood getting sucked out of my eyeballs. Then it's already happening. It's happening. All right. So I went from 25 to a 40. A 40 is a critical success. All right. Perfect. Yes. Good news of hero point. So nothing happens. Blood tries to leak out of your eyes, but it doesn't. It fails. You close your eyes really hard. Yeah. Will it back in? And you're going to take 14 bleed damage, but then succeed at the recovery check. Same. So that's gone. Next up is Brianna. Aha. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. That'll take two of my actions to get up there. And. Because you move at. What do you move at? 25. So for my two actions, I'm going to double move. I really should not be in this thing's face, but. Water, it's fine. Ha ha ha. So I'll double move and then I will strike. Hopefully. Please let me strike. Have at thee, Scarlet Walker. All right. Have at thee, Knave. Texas Ranger. <laughs> I was say, it makes it sound that it's way sexier than it is, but. I always think of Paul Walker. Oh, really? Ugh. How is a 35? That is a hit. Huzzah! Yes, huzzah to the tipper. It takes 18 points of damage. All right. It looks like some of that extra vitality that it recently got goes away first. Would you like me to roll a fortitude save since I am in its proximity? No, only because I just want it to take effect. But since that's not how it works, go ahead and make a fortitude save. I'm going to let you follow the rules. A 35 is a success, which is a critical success since I'm also a juggernaut. Hey, ladies. Yeah, you know you juggernauts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Rob, it is Knife Sword's turn. What? What? What did you say? I'm sorry. There was a a large explosion going off in my head. It's your turn. (laughs) Okay. All right. I can move 25, right? That's my speed. Unless you're slowed down by something. Dang it. <laughs> Are you trying to get in melee with it? No. I want to cast something that's a 30-foot cone, and I was trying to hit the least number of people. So if you go to the left instead of your last motion, you'll just hit it. You won't hit anybody. No, no, you can actually go one up from it. Start, go back to your starting spot. <laughs> it's moving on its own. It's got a mind of its own. So he's there. So you can do one to Soraya, two to Ooh, three in between Ooh and Twin Talon. That's 15. 20 is next to Twin Talon, and 25 is one up from there. Was that Tin tin Talon? Is that what I heard? (laughs) Maybe. I've been having issues with words lately. I don't know what's happening. I feel like my brain is shutting down. I mean, it's your own name. (laughs) Yeah. Normally it's you who can't get my name right, but I can't do it. (laughs) Just in real life. How hard is a a six thumb? I mean, you know. Mm And then you're going to vomit swarm. It's a heightened vomit swarm at seventh level. Oh, jeez. Yay. I'm impressed you still have spells left. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. It's a heightened vomit swarm at sixth level. Good thing you said something there. I wasn't trying to call your book on it. It's been a lot of fights, so, like, I know being a spellcaster is tough. I didn't look at that, and I was like, wait a minute. That's true. <laughs> so it's like, wait a second. All right. I don't want to hit Brianna. Please don't. Or Brianna. <laughs> or Brianna. 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 I've got an accent. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. Okay, so it's a DC 32 reflex save. DC 32 reflex save. Get it. Oh, my God. I rolled a four for a 30. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to cast damage now. So if I understand this correctly, it's six level. Let me make sure I'm casting it at six level. I think I'm still casting it at seven. I'm sorry. 
38 damage, piercing damage, and your sickened one. And there's all sorts of creepy crawlies all over you, like little tiny seagull creepy crawlies. Ooh. Birds and feathers and claws and beaks. All right. Is that your turn? Yes. You want more? <laughs> no, but I would like you to make a fortitude save. Are you sure you don't want any more? Oh, I'm sure. All right. Just checking. Oh. <gasps> oh my god. Well, that's okay. I'll just use a hero point on that. Boo! Hiss! Hiss! That was a natural one for those of you who can't see the board. Can't get any worse. <laughs> we could roll the- Oh! That's a natural 20. <laughs> God. <laughs> does he get the hero point back then? Yes, he does. Yay! Yay. Remember, kids, recycle. <laughs> oh, that is a critical success, so nothing happens. I thought it was reduce, reuse, reanimate. <laughs> I think that's the necromancer code. <laughs> I can't say that in front of Rihanna. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> what am I hearing? What? Ooh, Heidi, it is your turn. All right. So we are currently raging. We have our martial aura in effect. I would like... I think I gotta move first. I had a plan and then I lost the page. Is the Marshall stand something that would usually be taken after I do all my actions or is that like while I'm doing my stuff? Like I can do that as like a before thing. What are you talking about? So I just want to make sure that like, you know, like how there's a sequence to to actions that can take place that are more effective. Well, you know, I'll, I'll just do it. I'm going to dread Marshall's stance this. When I use this action, make an intimidation check. This DC is usually standard difficulty DC of your level, but the GM can sign a different DC based on the circumstances. So 36. I think it was like 30 or 31. Here we go. DC's by level. DC is 31. All right. So this is a success. So that's a success. It's the same as critical success, but my aura size does not increase. It grants me and my allies a status bonus to damage rolls equal to the number of weapon damage dice of the unarmed attack or weapon you are wielding that has the most damage dice. Which I think we said was two previously. Mm -hmm. When you or an ally in the aura critically hits an enemy with a strike, the enemy is frightened one. I don't think I can see outside of the rainbow sphere, correct? Correct. I am tripping balls, so <laughs> I can't see. I'm not sure what else I can or should do at this time, just because I can't see. I don't think I'd run into the dark necessarily. You can ask Jasper to do things for you, so if you want him to, like, rustle around in someone's pack and pull out, like, a torch, or don't we have, like, sunrods or something? I guess I have a torch. It's in my backpack. Yeah, in your backpack. Never mind. So I, I guess I'll pull out my torch and light it on fire. All right. Set it ablaze. Which means a torch provides you with 20 foot of regular light and another 20 of dim. And a weapon that does fire damage, if that's important. <laughs> yeah. ta Okay, so there you go. That's your turn. Soraya, it is your turn. Alrighty. Well, I'm pretty sure all I have left are my perpetual brews. That's fine because I have moderate alchemist fire. Remind me, it's been at least a week. They are affected by fire. Yes, but they are weak to electricity, I believe, is what you guys found out. Fortunately, I don't believe I have any more bottled lightnings. So yeah, we'll just we'll stick with the moderates. I guess I'm on the floor though? No. I was I didn't, it came up as prone and flat-footed. Oh yeah, you're prone and flat-footed. You were tripped last time. Oh, right, so I'll stand up for one action. I will 
make one of my bombs out of thin air, because I can do that. I will throw it. Ooh, for a 26. That will miss. Boo. Boo, indeed. I don't have any hero points. It'll take the splash. Yeah, it is moderate. So it is still two splash damage. And that's my turn. All right. So now it is my turn as the Scarlet Walker. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sean. I played skip on you last turn. Reverse. Yeah, and then 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 Matt played a reverse. So yeah, sorry. Reverse, 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 reverse. Okay, cool. Well, it's the start of round three, and this claw is going to snap directly at Brianna. So rude. Excuse me. Do you have any gray poupon? <laughs> 34. That'll miss. Second claw. Uh, do I want to do a second claw? Do I want to do a second claw? What was that? I think the pitch of your voice made the microphone ignore you. <laughs> okay. Is this the one? No, it's not the one that needs to make a flat check. It's just sick. But it is going to cast a spell on Brianna. Can you please make a will save? Sure. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no! Yes! Oh! That's a natural one. Uh, how about you take my hero point? I use my hero point. <laughs> hero point, hero point. I don't think Kaya spent hers. I have not yet, um, although it'd be kind of fun. I'm, I'm somewhat curious to see if it would turn me against you guys or something like that. That'd be fun. Oh. Was that what you were trying to do, Sean? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not confusion. It just makes you real, real dumb. <laughs> I mean, that's not uh, anything new. I mean, uh, what? Uh, right, re-roll. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, no. Not much better with a natural two for a 22. All right, what happens? So that is not a critical failure. It is a regular failure. All right. The target is stupefied for with an unlimited duration. What does that even do? So it's better for against spellcasters. The Scarlet Walker looks at you and suddenly your mind begins to like break. Cool. Cool. This is a curse. Curse of the Crimson Walker. No, wait, hold on. <laughs> yep. The effect of this curse can be removed only through remove curse or another effect that targets curses. So stupefied gives you negatives that much to intelligence, wisdom, and charisma-based checks and DCs, including will saves, spell attack rolls, and spell DCs, skill checks. Blah, blah. Anytime you cast a spell while stupefied, the spell is disrupted unless you succeeded a flat check with a DC equal to, for your case, nine. Yuck. Yuck, indeed. Yep. Especially since how do we break curses? Well, the critical failure was that your intellect would be permanently reduced below that of an animal. Wow. <laughs> oh, shit. And it treats its charisma, intelligence, and wisdom modifiers as negative five. Which is basically as if you had a one in all of those stats. It loses all class abilities that require mental faculties, including... Spell casting. If the target is a PC, they become an NPC under the GM's control. Sheesh. Wow. Yikes. So this is a sixth level spell that it cast. It's called Feeble Mind, and it smacks Brianna right in the face. So rude. But that's its turn. So next up is Twin Talon. Okie dokie. So Twin Talon is going to sprint forward and try to slide under the Scarlet Walker and end up on the other side. So I believe that's a tumble through. Do you have the rogue feet tumble behind? No. Okay. So then, yes, tumble through. It is an acrobatic skill versus the enemy's reflex DC. 
Okay. Had a little bit of that. 38. Will succeed. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 gets me directly behind it. So just so you know, every square that the enemy is in is treated as difficult terrain. Why do I think I ignore difficult terrain? Because you're a rogue and you ignore most things. I do ignore most <laughs> things, but... Wasn't it something to do with your the Narrows Runner something? No, I think it was the amulet I got. I'm trying to remember, because the amulet that's on my character sheet is not the thing. Okay, I can't remember why I think that, so I'll just say I don't for now, and I'll look it up when it's not my turn. So that leaves me with one action, though. I have enough movement to move the rest of the way, then I will attack. And it is flat-footed, because it is flunked, and it's you, so, you know. It's a 33 to hit? That will hit! Okay, so I'm going to put on the precise debilitations. Roll damage. Boo! Boo! Not too bad, not great. 28 damage. Piercing. And would you like to give me a fortitude save? Nope. Okay, then um, you become drained one. <laughs> 39 for fortitude saves. 39 is a critical success. All right. Therefore, you no longer have to make that save. I've been very lucky with that save. <laughs> yes, yes, you have been. I think I've critically succeeded every time. That's not my good save, or my best save, I should say. <laughs> uh, makes me so frustrated. All right, next up is Knife Sword. Okay, no problem. No problem. I can do this. I can do this. I'm going to cast um, 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 Ghost Weapon. No, shit. Um, let's see. Uh, how about Phantasmal Killer? Let's do that. So it's a DC 32 will save. Oh, will save. That is a 19 on the die for a regular success. Okay. Well, we'll do damage then. Oh, that's a lot of dice. So uh, still, uh, do we round up or down? When you divide by two, you round down. 20 damage to you. All right. Let me take half. No, I take all 36 of that. That was 8d6 dice, though. You're only supposed to take 4d6 dice. And you're frightened one. You cast it at level 4? Yeah. So doesn't that heighten it? No, it's a level 4 spell. Oh, okay. Yeah, it doesn't take into account. It did the failure damage. Okay. It did? Yeah, 8d6 is the failure damage. Because normal spells is like, it's this much damage, and if you succeed in a saving throw, it's half. This spell doesn't do that for whatever reason they've decided. So instead of it being half of 8d6, it's actually just 4d6. All right, so let me just... I got it. I'll do the first four on that roll. So it's a one, a six, a six, and a four. Okay. But 17 points of damage. And you're frightened one. And then for my next trick, I'm going to back up. That's smart. That's a sensible idea. Who are you and what did you do to Knife Sword? <laughs> you know, I mean, if Knife Sword thinks the next thing he needs to back up to do, it just means it's bigger and he needs room. <laughs> That's true. All right, Brianna, it is your turn. Uh... It is my turn. What would I like to do? Hmm. Fun story. I'm going to smack it. That's what I do. Okay. 34. Will hit. 17 points of damage. Matt, would you like to use a reaction? Yeah, I'm going to reactive murder it. <laughs> Are you? Are you going to reactive murder it? Unclear. Nobody knows. 36 hit its flat-footed AC. That'll hit. All right, and I put my precise debilitation, so I'll get an extra 2d6 on top of this. So 35 damage from Kentucky. Nice. All right. It's nice doing 35 damage when it's not your turn. Just, I'm a fan. <laughs> All right, back to Brianna. Your second action. Will be to strike again, but for some reason my brain's like, punch it with a gauntlet. It'll be funny. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to listen to my brain right now because it's making horrible decisions. How's a 38? That's a hit. 
An additional 24 points of damage. And for my final action, I will raise my shields. The second attack gives a circumstance bonus to damage equal to the number of weapon dice, and each subsequent attack gains a circumstance bonus to damage equal to double the number of weapon dice. Is that being calculated? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. No. It's a forceful weapon. That's the only reason. So bonus to damage equal to the number of weapon dice. So you have two weapon dice. So that should be another two. So you did 26 damage. Hooray! I did a thing. And then, Brianna, I need you to make a fortitude save. You got it. 38. You're fine. That's a critical success. You no longer have to make that. Oh, you didn't have to make it last time because you're a juggernaut. Yeah. Boo. All right. Ooh, it is your turn. It's my turn, and I'm finally going to move because I can see things now. So I'm going to go all somewhere. Is this a wall? Is this a door? What is this? It's a double door. (laughs) It's a double door. All right. All right. All right. Let's get inside and let's strike this thing. Punching away. What do I have out? Do I only have fisty cuffs out? No, you had your plus one striking fearsome longsword. All right. Let's go. 34. 34 will hit. Uh, 22. Okay, that'll hit. Plus two? Nope. Uh, What's the extra plus two from? From my Dread Marshal stance. Oh, yes. All right. There is just a pile of blood. Pile of blood? A pool of blood dripping from this Scarlet Walker under its body. Good. (laughs) How thick was its blood? It's congealed. It's like a blood pudding. Mm, yum, 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 yum. Mm, it's also stealing blood from us, so. Yeah, so it has excess blood. Yeah, so it looks like jello, <laughs> like blood jello. Gross. J E L L, no. Yes. <laughs> uh, we'll strike again. 28. That will miss. Okay. All right, next up is Shreya. Alrighty, well, this thing's looking bad. All my friends are getting whacked around by it. So I'm going to do my beautiful, lovely double brew action. So now I have two moderate alchemist fires. Two, two, two moderate alchemist fires. And we're gonna throw them. Throwing the first one for 34. Will hit. Already. That is 15 fire damage plus two splash plus two persistent. I believe that is all calculated. That's that's in the 15, I think. Oh, wait, no, that is not including those two because it just does 2d8. Two. All right, and I'm going to throw the second one. Okay, I'm hoping this will take him out. Fingers crossed. Come on, you got this. 30. That'll hit. Yes! For 15 more damage. Come on now. And two persistent fire. All right. Not dead yet. No! <laughs> I'm hoping at the end of this turn when it takes its persistent and dies. Right? <laughs> oh, yes. It will die, as you can see, but it does get to do its last set of actions. So we're attacking Brianna with a claw. All right. For a 38. That'll hit. Oh, wait, no, my shield is raised. <laughs> oh, it will miss then. All right. Then a tentacle at you, you being... Brianna. Yeah, yeah. For a 31. Tink off my shield. Uh, All right. And last tentacle. Oof, that's a critical miss. I fail by 20. Uh Aha, aha. Oh, damn. That's a double crit fail. I like to think it's just doing the like wicked witch, like, I'm melting. 
and like lashing out <laughs> with the last vestiges of its breath as like the blood just like sets on fire like a pool of gas. Gross. So it's gonna sprain and I'm clumsy too, but then I die at the end of it. And with that, combat is over. I start tending for Jasper, who is definitely looking. Can I take a nap now? <laughs> you won't get your spells back. You realize that, right? Can I take a really, really long nap? <laughs> About an eight hour nap. In the same day, we fought the Scarlet Walker outside. We fought the vampires, the, the vampire and like the the messed up guards. So we fought them first. We fought the Scarlet Walker. We fought the entirety of the cathedral. We fought the two-headed leopard dude. And now we fought two more Scarlet Walkers. It may be time for a rest. I think so. But we're so close. Look around. Is there like a typewriter anywhere we can save our progress? <laughs> Don't see any save points. Also, I forget what my abilities do sometimes. So remember last episode when Twin Talon triggered that alarm? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't though. Because he is immune to pressure plates, basically. So anything that's pressure plate, he just walks right over them without triggering them. Oh, wow. He has feather steps. He has fancy lad. Mm-hmm. Twinkle toes. Sure. <gasps> Twinkle toes. <laughs> so I think Brianna's just going to stand there owlishly, still holding her shield up. <laughs> it's okay. Also, another ability I forgot. When I overhealed the Tesani, I could have absorbed the rest of the healing, and I didn't do that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. There's no lost healing anymore. It can go to me now. That is pretty awesome. It can go to me or, or an adjacent creature. So I can actually give it to other people if they're next to me. Must be nice. That is really cool. It's a really cool ability that I think I'll always forget about. <laughs> Rest assured, I will start reminding you. So now that we're in exploration mode, what would you like to do? Sounds like some people would like to rest. Yeah, Twin Town would definitely advise that we retreat at least to the first room or close this off so, or, or something. Someplace where it's small and defendable or maybe upstairs. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We do also have an Onyx dog figurine so we can like set that to help with a watch. Yeah. We can. With or without that, we can go upstairs to the uh, the rectory as we were saying before the priest's room upstairs and maybe close ourselves in there for a little bit. Although all of the clerics are going to get up in the morning and be like, what the fuck? So there's like <laughs> a dead demon and their head priest is dead. The bishop is dead again, but she's like out of her coffin on the floor. There's a bunch of dead vampires around. I was surprised they didn't wake up. We just amble out, like scrubbing our eyes like we're exhausted. <laughs> just look around, just like, you're welcome. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah I'm afraid what's going to happen is they're going to find the dead priest. They're going to go to his room. They're going to find us. And they're going to have to fight a bunch of Phrasmans. Leave a note. Please wake us up. We can explain. Wait, does Twin Talon have an ability proactive murder? <laughs> Yes, I do. That's called an attack. It's called strike. Well, I'm going to give you all a little bit of time to figure out what's going on. And we'll pick it up here next week. All right. Next week. All right. All right. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, we survived. Yay! We did. We did. Who are you people? Uh, I'm stupefied. Uh, <laughs> You're my mount. I ride in your backpack. Nay. I say nay. <laughs> I say the nay. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Cracked Die Podcast. Please visit us at crackeddiepodcast.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are property of Paizo. Background audio was provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Additional background music was provided by Tabletop Audio. Visit them at tabletopaudio.com. 
or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tabletop Audio. This episode was edited by Nathan. Please visit them on Twitter at at EditingNate. Finally, thank you to all our patrons for assisting us in making this. If you would like to join our Patreon, please visit us at patreon.com slash crackeddiepodcast.